This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on the Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tinfoil Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles, a.k.a. only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, Jay, you ice, young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me, mister. If you've did it, i done it before. <laughs> I had it, got mad at it, don't want it no more, a.k.a. if you don't like me. Fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, dude? It's your <laughs> man, Dame Going Wild, the West Side Landlord, the Pride hey, of PA, hey. High Chief Dame Don't Fuck Around, oh, shit. the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame, God damn. and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast. You know who they came to see. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Shop Talk Podcast, episode 69. Yeah. Pause. Do we pause in 69? It's two niggas in, well, four niggas in the room okay. talking about 69. You got to pause. Pause, right. yeah. Pause. <laughs> True. You got to pause Ring that. Ring the bell. <laughs> Ring the bell on that one. Uh, we do got a special guest in the building, though. What's popping, y'all? It's your boy, Paper Park, Cleveland representative, man. What's going on, family? Hell yeah. Good to have you back in the building, man. Yeah, man. It's always good to see family. No, honey, always, man. It's been a minute. Yeah, yeah, too long. You done got you a little beard. <laughs> Check man, you out, I'm, man. I'm out here living. Check I'm out here living out. as rugged as my name, man. <laughs> Ain't no wrong with you. Uh, I'm living shit. as rugged. Dan, how was your week, brother? Uh, week was kind of crazy. You know, I had. Did I go to court again this week? Yeah, I did. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. 2018, though. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. All right, cool. Icy white, clean. Okay. Like, the five for twenty T shirts at Foot Locker. I'm gonna be, <laughs> I'm gonna be fucking clean in 2018. Uh, court. Then I had some some other shit go down. Mm-hmm. Probation is looking like, you know, it's right around the corner. I'm trying to keep my. It's shit a good clean. thing. It's okay. a good thing. Though. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Because I've been fighting a lot of a lot of shit this year, but I'm gonna get it together. <laughs> but I mean, shit. As long as I'm still stuck between the sky and the ground. As long as God put breath in my lungs, I will figure out the rest. Yeah, yeah. it could be always. worse. Um, a lot of niggas ain't wake up today. So, and on that mo, and that note, man, we gotta say R.I.P. Uh, to the homie Doughboy Rock. Yeah. Rest in peace, Doughboy uh, Rock. Unfortunate For that real. he succumbed to gun violence again here in Detroit. Yeah. Uh, it seemed like that's that's a running theme. Like we've yeah. seen a lot of our up and coming hip hop artists from the from the D go down to gun violence. Yeah, yeah. You know, Wipeout, Blade, Icewood, Doughboy Rock. I feel like I'm missing somebody else's Dex. name. Yeah, Dex, Dex Osama. Um, it's unfortunate. It's probably a, a list of others, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Um, I think as a – I mean, he got a lot of love afterwards. I would like, I would like to see that love Give for these artists while they're still, they still here. Right. Um, he just dropped the mixtape, Rock versus Balboa. Yeah. Man, this is real unfortunate, man. Young, a young, a young man, a young brother. Anybody I see you out here younger than myself, very leaving the earth. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel I'm young. So if you're younger than me and you leave this earth in a tragic fashion or any fashion, man, it just feels man, really. I feel like it could be me. It yeah, could be anybody. Yeah. Just you know, you gotta yeah, younger homie or something. Yeah. And and the you know beyond just him being a rapper, being right. somebody from the same city we in, 
he's somebody brother, he's somebody cousin, yeah. uncle, and he's uh-huh. a father. Yeah. So yeah. he got a six year old out here by himself without That's his not father. Have now. a father no more. Yeah. It's unfortunate, man. You can never replace that. Um. So much love and respect, and you know, prayers to go out to his family, man. Definitely, they put on for Detroit, man. For I sure. remember, like, I can tell you, they used to put on for Detroit, like going to the BG, even doing shows. You know, like people. So let really, me ask, because from uh from from out of state, what's the love and reception that they get from? Uh, how did you view Dober Cash Out Rock and all them? I view them as a movement, like. When I think of Detroit, I would think of Doughboy Cash Out, Icewear, Vezo. You know what I'm saying? Them the people I think of when I think of Detroit. Okay. I'm saying I know we know Royster Five Nine and Eminem, but you know yeah. me being from the area I come from, this definitely coming up. I listen to those type of music. I do. Yeah, they definitely the same. That's just keeping it G. I know where it come from. And you know it's so funny because when it's close to you, you kind of take it for granted. You know what I'm saying? Everybody around the city, like these guys, do. <clears throat> Hella numbers, hella views on YouTube, SoundCloud, mm-hmm. all the stuff like shoot videos in the hood they yeah. grew up yeah. in. So you may have seen them around the block, go to school with them, know yeah. them from wherever there. But like uh, in other places, like this is some certified, yeah. this is real, real music. So shout out to them, man. Yeah, definitely. That was a tough week for them. So the West Coast messed with them heavy too. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. West Coast showed a deal a lot of love. for real. All the Detroit artists for yeah. real. Yeah. You just uh, recently came off the road too, fam. How yeah. was uh, how was tour life? Oh, it was crazy, dog. It was, man, damn. It was just eye opening, man. You get to see the whole world coming from the Midwest, Cleveland, from the city. You know, you get to see everything, touch the every the, every part of the country, every person that come out to the show, a new person, a new fan. You know, uh, just you know, you learn a lot, a lot. You ever get tired of that road life, man? Because you did what forty two shows. Yeah. So, I mean. 42 of them things. No. Yeah. <laughs> not yet. No, not yet. Just, it's just getting I'm just started. saying, man, living out that tour bus, living, I like living it. out the hotel, like that shit got to get rough. Only thing I can say, I just miss, yeah, it do, but I condition myself to withstand it before I went, you know, just prepare myself. And then, only thing I can say, just miss your family and stuff. That's about it. You miss your family. But you out here living but your dream. But you out here, man. yeah, you doing it for them and you out here living your dream. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's amazing. Man, it was dope. I was just watching, you know what I'm saying, via IG on the road. These mm-hmm. uh y'all y'all clear was was that the Grand Canyon or something nah, that y'all passed? No, we, like, man, we we rode past. We didn't we, listen, we was supposed to go to the Grand Canyon, but we didn't go, but we rode through the mountains everywhere yeah, we were going. Like, yeah, every Wyoming was mountains, Seattle had mountains, you know. I never seen coming from Cleveland in, in real life. It's 90 degrees outside, but you look up and you see mountains with snow on the top of them motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like, i never seen that. Seeing a hot spring in real life up in Wyoming at Yellowstone National Park. You know, things like that. That stuff is out. That's what, you know, I started making music so I can go see different things. through music. All that's possible through music. And, I mean, it's like, especially when you're young, like, we always kind of get stuck in our own circle. You know, it's easy to get get wrapped up in what's going on around it you. But it's a whole world way bigger. Waiting way to be bigger discovered. Hell yeah. Yeah. Beautiful places. Uh, so you kind of went across the country. So now you've been on tour, touched across the country. Who has the best weed out there on the road? <laughs> All right, man. We had a little poll before we came in. Okay. <laughs> and Seattle. <won>. Seattle? <laughs> Seattle's best, just like the Seattle car. Seattle had the best on tour. Okay. And you know who got the best waffles in the country? Waffles? 
Oregon. <laughs> yeah, waffles, man. Off the waffles, man. Go to Eugene, Oregon. They have a place called Off the Waffles. It's a restaurant. I never ever had a waffle like that in my life. Okay. Oh, shit. Now, I would go there just to, I'm serious. You would go there right back there just to go to that place. We might have to take a shop talk there. on the road then and uh, hit Eugene. That's where that's where the Nike headquarters is at too. Yeah, no, yep, yep, okay. in Eugene, Oregon. Yep, yep. Oh, that's dope. Uh, I do. So look, I had an idea. <clears throat> I don't know if I want to say it on here. Niggas probably gonna steal it, but if they do, y'all know where it came from. Like I want to, I'm gonna buy an RV, um, gut that bitch out, put two barber chairs in that bitch, and uh, put some audio equipment in there, and take the uh, shop talk podcast on the road. People come in, sit in the barber chair, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, do that interview, mm-hmm. whatever, while uh, two seats up front, two yeah, seats in the back, but like, you know man. what I'm saying, wrap that bitch with the shop talk shit, and we go on the road, man. Like the Madden Cruiser back in the day. Hey, man. I'm yeah. down. That'd, That'd be, be dope raw. as fuck. Yeah, I'm down. That's dope. Anybody come through, and who, who yep. knows who's going to come down and sit and take, exactly. a, take a seat in the shop. So uh, if you steal my idea, I'm going to steal your vehicle. And wrap that bitch in our own stuff. So that's, <laughs> that's fair. That's how it's fair. Y'all can pay for it. We'll take it. <laughs> you know right. Because I took it. the idea. The so. old fashioned Detroit way. Hey, it is what it is, man. <laughs> All right, man. So let's uh, talk about this week, man. Music wise, you know, this is kind of a music episode. The BT Awards was, BT Hip Hop Awards was this week. BT Hip Hop Awards is trash. Let's, let's just call it what it is. It's trash. Uh, why, why, was, why you thought it was trash? Well, let's start with the ciphers. Which wait, 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 wait. Well, the ciphers is not the awards, but like the awards in general. You thought they was trash? Yeah, I thought the awards were pretty much. Maybe because I'm just like a lot of the shit that's popping right now. It's just not moving me. I love to see Cardi because she winning. She fucking winning. I love everything that she do. I loved her performance coming out the bodega, in the because like. So look, you look back. I look at like some old Source Awards, some old award shows and shit. The shit was like mad basic. It was like a stage, a microphone, and an announcer. And then niggas would come out, take their awards, and dip off. I think we probably think those award shows were so much better because we was more in love with the music at that time. When you look at the production value of these shows, dog, this shit kind of be lit, dog. They, it, they, they, how they, the backgrounds and shit change when they performing it. Like, this shit kind of be lit. Is it you, the artist that's not doing it for you? Nah, it's not. And you can put shoe polish on shit and still shit. So, I mean... Just because it's big and glossy and look nice as fuck don't mean it's nothing worth of some substance. They put a lot of production. I mean, I know you want the to tap. The award itself. Not the music, not the winners, but this, the show itself. Okay. The, thought it was deep, the deep show, show itself, it looks nice. Yeah. It looks nice. Show. That, I give it that. And I love. And we need to, we need BET. We need niggas to give respect to BET award shows. I need BET. Because we don't to, win. At the white award shows, but the black award shows, we got to treat Niggas be moms. winning Grammys. What I'm saying is we got to treat the black award shows with some respect and some dignity. So when we don't get invited to the Grammys and shit like that, well, fuck it. We well, ain't I gonna... think the right people should win the awards, too. Yeah. It's true that. so much politics in it if you want the right people to come. True that. That's just my opinion. Like how Ross drop an album and Meek drop albums is like, not what? even, not even nominated. Jay, not even saying because it's Jay, but y'all ain't put them in the category. That yeah. doesn't make sense. I think... Jay was in there, but I'm saying his album, they all dropped this year. So why aren't they in the Who category won? too? See, that's how much you don't even care about the awards. Like, it, it doesn't matter. Won. Kendrick won. 
I can see he that. Won. I mean, he should have won. I mean, he should win. I can he see that. Win. Like Hendrick put out a solid project. He should win a lot of fucking awards for that shit. But I mean, just just in that, like you don't so you I, don't even know enough what's going so on to me, give a fuck. Let me let me play white devil's advocate for you. Uh, best uh, hip hop newcomer this year. Who should that go to? Best or most biggest? Because Cardi B won it, right? Cardi did win. Yeah, she won. But she I mean, she does win. have the number one album and number, number one, one single one. in the country three weeks in a row. Okay, What's solo the... female hip hop artist never been done before. That don't matter. That, that, I don't care about that but shit. She but look, should win, though. what other what other what other song? All I know is Bodak You won the whole entire year based off one song? That song been going the whole But year. a lot of niggas is riding away with one song. I mean, playing, playing De- I mean playing T, T. Grizzly was, was nominated, a- but he's really riding the wave with one fucking song. No. Like, no effort was, no was effort. a follow-up. Like his music. No effort. I'm not, and like I'm not too. knocking his music. Like I'm not knocking like his too. music. You turn on the radio right now, I hear more. I hear no effort more than I hear uh, First Day Out. That nah, shit is on the radio all the time, I disagree. Dog. When First Day Out was like at his, at his apex... Like you I mean, I, I listened to the shit today on the way here. She was on the radio. But what I'm saying is, uh, no effort is on the radio all the fucking time. And he had a dope-ass project. I don't know that the Cardi B project was dope. Cardi gonna drop a... What I, what I want her I to love, do is to drop an incredible Now, I'll be a devil's advocate. I do love Cardi, and I, I think that too. song is dope. I think that was some shit that I was right about. Like, I predicted Bodak I said, Yellow a long time ago. I said was going to pop. I already I said knew. it a long time ago, Jay. No, you was wrong. No, I knew. I didn't know what was song, right. but I knew she was going to get one. Dame said that, that sure. Cardi B should have won Best Female Hip Hop Artist last year. No the fuck she should She dropped, two, she dropped two, <laughs> two projects in a year. What what song did she have last year? I don't know off exactly. the top of my head, nigga. I have to go to Google. She did have a song that I did hear last year. And when yeah, I said I, that she was Oh, gone. man, I can't think of the looking name of like that I shit. It's going to kill me. It's yeah, looking like yeah. I caught a lick. Yeah, I like Cardi. I'm telling you. This like, year, I heard it. she yeah. got her shit together. But uh, I like Cardi. Where she came from, I like it. She made something out of nothing. That's good. I'm scared for her, though, right now, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I hear because you. Because this song then took over. And I don't want it to but be. But she got some good. She got some good couple people around her. For yeah, sure she keep a good team around. She got her. like she some good out. some people around her. I, I don't know want for them sure. to because once it once that song get way it get too big too over there and then they she working. I hope I, I want I think her. To, she working. I want. I need to. I want. I want her to I stick just, around. I, I want to see her win for sure. Just like I do. Yeah. I want to see her win because she a normal. The follow up got to be strong though. The, the next record got to be and that's a lot of pressure strong. to put on somebody. You know what I'm saying? Pressure is the game, though. She but I mean, <laughs> if this is your life and you in the studio and you working, like you, you this is the expectation of the shit. We only as good as our last podcast. Niggas ain't going back almost two years ago to listen to the first one. Like they listening to what we. I mean, we still doing numbers, they, they, but they I mean, actually are. I'm saying we we, we strong as our last <laughs> one. We strong as our last one. No, no. I know, I know. Fall back. Know, we strong as our last one. <laughs> But I feel you. Though. What about the rest of the awards, though? The ciphers were trash, and I'm gonna stand on that shit. They was trash. Uh, I, I don't they know. Dope. I, I thought the they. I thought it was, was a lot of folks that. Some was of straight. the new artists was dope. That dude, my song. He was. I my didn't song. know my song yeah. was dope. I love J-I-D, my song. Yeah, JID is nice. Black, Black dope. was dope, and the, the 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 British girl that was rapping. She was dope. She yes, shit, she did dog. kill it. She did kill like, it. Like she killed this shit, dog. Like I listened to that shit like two or three times today because I wanted to. Like she it's a lot thing. of good rapping. That's so going on. Thing, so bro. throw them niggas in one cipher and let all the other niggas that just mailed it in go to fuck. So home. give me somebody who mailed it in. Fat Joe mailed that shit it's right Fat the Joe, fuck though. on in. It's Fat Joe. Come on, like Joe good you for can't a hit talk every about year. Fat Joe, that's Fat Joe, man. Joe good for a hit every year. Yo, he OG, mailed the man, cipher. That's Fat Joe. 
It's Fat Joe, dog. It's Fat Joe. So y'all just giving him a pass? No, it ain't I mean, a pass. It sounds it's like it. It, it sounds I think like it. Was dope. I did be perfect because I didn't see the Fat Joe. I did. I thought okay. it was dope. So I did, I didn't I didn't even know he rapped. <laughs> <laughs> it's Fat Joe. That's why rapped. it's Fat Joe. Man. Um, I feel like Sci the Prince didn't really come with it like I was hoping. I love Sci and I do. I think he's a dope artist, but I just don't think he really came with it in the cipher. I don't. I, damn. I, I'm, I feel fucked up that I didn't watch. I okay. didn't watch it because he was in the same cipher as Fat Joe. Oh. Damn. You didn't do your research. I got home late. Okay. I, mean, he, I think he did good. Sai is dope, but I, who can you co- I don't know who you can compare it to, though. Like, it's so much bad stuff out here. Sai is, like, very dope. I love dope. Sai, dog. I just don't think in that presentation he he brought it to the table. And That's I'm going to no, be perfectly facts. honest. I don't think. Go, wait, we'll wait. We'll wait. We'll I, wait. I, I want to jump out the window first. We'll wait. <laughs> I don't think Eminem's verse was just like that awe inspiring and amazing. Not to say that M had a bad had a bad cipher or was a, a terrible verse, but this is kind of what you come to expect from him. You know it's gonna be aggressive, you know he's gonna say something that's gonna stir up people and grab attention. And I'm glad that he used his white privilege to bring attention to a problem. But just in terms of, like, he didn't have the best verse of the night. And I love Eminem. I think he's, another unpopular opinion, I think he's the best rapper breathing God's air right now. You are like goddamn mine. I mean, ring the bell, my nigga. Like, if you don't, if you don't like me, fight me. <laughs> hey, listen. I got kicked off of Noah's Ark, too. <laughs> uh, Paul, what do you think about that, that M verse, dog? Uh, what do I think? It's M. Of course, it was dope. He took a stand that nobody even took. Nobody took it. I mean, some artists did, which ones we expected to, the Coles, the Kendrick, you know, the Jays. We expected it to, but nobody expected Eminem to do it. I, I don't think nobody expected that to happen like that. Do we give him a pass, though, just because he Eminem? How right? is it? A, I mean, a I mean, not even saying a pass, but like, but do we give so, him? So we want to talk about content-wise or bar, bars? Bars. 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 I haven't felt anything Eminem put out since 2004. Okay. Um, his first three albums. I think he's a GOAT, period, yeah. one of the greatest of all time, based off his first three albums. Yeah. Um, them, classic, classic, classic. Especially Marshall Mathers. After, oh, yeah, um, for sure. I think it was Encore. He was rapping like Courage the Cowardly Dog for like song. Like after that album, or that album and everything after that, eh, and I'm like, I'm the, I, haven't, uh-huh. I haven't been a fan for like 15 years. Okay. But. That don't mean that he's still not one of the goats. Because mm-hmm. Happy's Evil album was good. Absolutely, Royce shined on every single track. Though. Yeah. Um, oh, the the joint album. Yeah, Bad Meets yeah. Evil. Very dope. You, you know what? I take that back because that was a, definitely a solid. Project. That's when he was rapping though. You gotta yeah. understand. I think it's more so business now. Have y'all yeah. noticed that? I think it's business. I think he's the type things. of artist at this point. You got to get him yeah. motivated. The like, tone, yeah, the like, tone that he used when he rapping changed. Like he don't. I almost want to say that he's more he, frantic. He's he almost like winds the words like it's it's like a before he would like spin individual words. Now he's kind of like it's a it's a it's a little tone that he has. I just don't like it, dog. I, I don't know. Rap God though, and that, and, that, and that capsule when he dropped Rap God, Jesus fucking Christ! I'm he, like uh, he gave niggas a I'm clinic like, on oh, how to shit, rap. Nigga, All right. this is the M that I know and love. Like. Rap God was that shit. I'm, I thought I was I was excited for the next M project, and when that project dropped, uh-huh. and sometimes you got to push it out. You got to put shit out like that to let people know that like you still got it. I just feel like Eminem, to a certain extent, maybe he got to have that like that battery in his back 
to really give us I what, think what we that's expected what he just of. Came with it in the cipher, I think his I think M came with it, and it's like how witty can you be when you spitting facts? Okay. <laughs> I'm just keeping it. I mean, I, facts. The, the shit, I giving you wit and all bars facts. facts and I mean, I enjoy, I enjoyed that fantastic four bar. Um, it was like one of two things. I'm like, all right, that was that was pretty clever. Um, I won't, even though it was an acapella, like it sounded like he was off beat on his acapella. Right. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh, he was hard. Y'all crazy. Oh shit, hard. I, I still, mean, maybe we don't like we've listened to a lot of. Maybe we don't have the same appreciation we did. Before. I'm happy. Man. I'm like, man, I'm ready. The OGs got to come back. Oh yeah, this is this the year for him. I mean, all the all the OGs dropping good projects. Shout out to my son though, because that nigga cipher verse is everything. Because he raps, he gives a dope message, but then he rapped that shit dope. Yes, like M had a dope ass message. His flow was dope. M had the dope message, but the flow was just mediocre, not whack. You know what I'm saying? Not super dope. You know what I'm saying? But it was just mediocre. You know what I'm saying? But my son, he been doing this shit all year. You know what I'm saying? He been spitting this shit all year. And what kind of hurt my feelings, I felt kind of a certain way because my son came through with that grown adult, like we get y'all shit together. And then T. Grizzly came, came, came back and like, clean up. Come through like, I'm shooting niggas in the head. I'm ki- like, I was like, but I ah. loved it though. I did. I was like, I wish they, I ain't gonna I'm lie. like, they should have put, put uh, my son last because that message had you thinking like, all right, let's clean up shit. Let's get our shit together. And then he came, and Grizzly right came through that. hard. But I think, I think even he was like, my son was like, yeah, <laughs> for real. Yeah, I ain't even sure. lying. He a, he a, he a yeah, guy. like I even I hear two Grizzlies. I'll be like, Whoo! I love Grizzly. You know what I'm saying? I'm, a, I'm literally, Certain I'm a fan. Of saying, yeah, I'll be like, that, I, I, I support I everything front. Detroit. I, I won't Except slander I no Detroit. Some, some something take to my leg this long. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I fucks with it. And even Cash Doll. Put on for the city on the for viral sure. on the viral side for what, which was all female, like she. That's bold that they didn't put that out there. It is, it is because Rhapsody was on the side for too, and she's dead ass. Female nice. MCs don't get no love, man. I, I th- what, what, it was another cipher. Yeah, like on Saturday, BET put some of the cyphers that weren't gonna make the show. They put them on their website and put them online, so the people who was in them, you know, start putting them on social media, or whatever. But like, got you, yo, Nati was on there. She dope. Yeah. Three yeah. D not T. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, she dope. Uh, she is. Very um, dope. And I just I'm don't think her. there should be that separation anymore. Like, a lot of the female artists that we see, they dead ass nice. Dead ass yeah, nice. So, I mean, and they can and they can hold their own. Like, it's not. No, Rhapsody wasn't in the cypher at the BET Awards. Was yeah, she was. She, she, was, she, was, on a, she was on the all-female cypher. I didn't see it. Yeah. yeah. I missed it. Yeah. yeah, she was on the all-female joint, so. Um, and Rhapsody just put out like a incredible fucking project. I be one. It's like man, it's so it's so tough right now, man, because it takes celebrity in order to get a particular message across, right? Because it's been a lot of niggas who've been rapping about Trump and different things and putting out good music, but if you don't got the right celebrity, it's like nobody nobody care about well, it. I had the Some, right push though. Somebody too. somebody tell you like, man, ain't no good music nowadays. Everything is only mumble rap or blah blah blah. It's not. But they ain't looking for it either. Yeah, though. like no, like you can go list like, oh, is this great project? This great project? This that's great somebody project? Somebody that's lazy though to say that though, because that's not the only thing. That's the only thing they hearing because they turn on the radio or they, you know, what I'm saying that's where they at. They in the club. You gonna hear that? That's where we in the club. Yeah, that's that's what moved the club. Like conscious music. Bars, we in the, ain't, right? We in ain't nobody club. drink, ain't yeah, nobody buying bottles that. to bars. I don't think I want to hear that either. If I'm in the club, I'm, I don't. 
We kicking it. Yeah. But uh, turn on some turn up, turn on. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is, it could be different. You know what I'm saying? But speaking of bars, you, know. you see that safari freestyle though. <laughs> hey man, when you sent me that shit today, I'm not even gonna lie. I thought it was a fucking joke, and I started to call you like, "What, what the fuck are you doing with your safari?" Kind of went in, dog. <laughs> I'm not bullshitting. The nigga Reluctantly, was, I will have to agree with the you. The nigga was rapping. Safari been able to rap. Yeah, though. I was like, you know. It's just hard for me to stand behind that shit, man. I what, mean, what that man did to you? Though? He ain't did nothing to me. He ain't did shit to me. Nigga changed furs mid flow, though. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas like, hold on, let me change my fur. A nigga came in, get a nigga a new fur coat, and then came back mid bar and started rapping. That's raw. Shout out to Safari. That nigga. is raw, though. He surprised me. Nikki ain't been the same since Safari left. Nah, she ain't. That pen did a little bit different. She should. She just should just. Pay Drake or Wayne to write for. You don't pay another nigga to write another. Pay another nigga to write. I mean, that's what she been doing. Yeah, you do. You follow. You you duplicate <clears throat> success. You follow what works. Like we people give ghostwriting such a hard time, but like it's been since the beginning of hip hop that people have used ghostwriters. Now you can't. You could never say that she's the best female MC, knowing that she doesn't put the pen to the paper. But I mean, mm-hmm. Nikki at this point is a pop is a pop star, and I think we had this conversation like a few weeks ago. Sometimes it takes a team to get that effort. Like Taylor Swift, when she come on stage, because she done won album of the year or song of the year, she bringing her whole team on stage. It's like 20 people. If you're a hip-hop artist and it's just you yeah, with the yeah, pen, yeah. It's, hard to, it's hard to compete with that same type of same Man, type of machine behind that's you. That's what uh, the Sci-Hi was saying in the interview. You know what I'm saying? Like... A solo artist, just you and your engineer can't compete with 30 other people trying to make a record that big. So once you're an established artist and you got hits, it's okay for you to play in a different area. I'm trying to win a Grammy yeah. versus a, a BET like award. Like a, a fucking BET hip-hop Damn. award. Shot that, myself in the foot. Prove my point, my nigga. Shot myself in the foot. But, um, hey, man, it is what it is, dog. Uh Safari can rap, unfortunately. Not unfortunately, unfortunately, whatever. Uh, the the jury's still out. The that. jury's still out yeah. on if, how how good he can rap. Like I've seen him rap before. A lot of niggas get you. You can practice that verse and be ready for for that funk flex freestyle. A lot of like, niggas can't. Oh yeah, I've seen people. You know like, what I'm saying? Nick, tell nigga rap on the spot and don't fuck up. It's a lot of niggas that can't do it. Yeah, be sounding like O'Melly when he was on <laughs> Sway in the Morning grunting and uh, shit. Uh, 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 uh. Like, Sign a fucking oh, fam, You can't do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or like I seen Method Man <clears throat> and Black Thought freestyle on Sway in the Morning. And Black Thought, you know, found his groove and he was in there. Method Man reading off of the reading off Man. of the iPhone. Did you see this shit though? I didn't see it. No, but Beth said like, hold on, because they was like, Y'all wanna rap? He was like, Hold on, uh, I might have to go to the phone, I'll grab some new verses. But nigga, them bitches was fired though. I'm you can't be mad at that, Because everybody fire. that even say they be freestyling, they stuff be written. He was like, I'm, and, and like. I'm cool with it being written, but I mean, if you come on a, if you know that you're going to Sway in the morning, there's a 90% chance I'm going to Sway, sway. going to throw on a beat and he's going, going to Sway. No, it's a 99%. So you come ready, though. Yeah. I'm going to Sway in the morning to talk about my new HBO series. I didn't come to rap. I'm coming to talk you're, about Oh, yeah, that MC. was what it was. You know what I'm saying? But you're an MC, though, right? And he What's your first So you know he's going to ask you. He wrapped his ass off, though. Yeah, of course. Just Black be, Thought just definitely prepared. caught his groove. But yeah. most artists kind of stay groove after the first four bars because they bring you first four, 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 first four, first six because they bring you into the story. It's like 
Because like I think he he used it as reference because it didn't even sound like he was reading. He just you know what I'm saying. Like okay, he yeah. saw where it was going. Then I was like, this nigga meth has it meth still. Been, man, they nice still. Like it's rapping, it's, it ain't about rapping. It's about records though. Yeah, that's what it been about. Um, I saw that's all. But they doing shows, see, it's different. They don't have to rap to be have singles and yeah, they can just go do shows. Oh yeah, they still doing shows off for twenty you get years worth of music. So like, so Paul, let me ask you, because uh, you just came off tour. How did that tour come about? Uh man, it's moving and shaking through the last five, six years for real. Like I opened up for Cap and ASAP in two thousand and fourteen at the House of Vans. Okay. Like three years ago. So and then we linked up, you know, with the same the same agency, spin agency, spin agency, they did the tour and they reached out. So we got it popping. Okay. I've been building, you know. Just well, a lot of networking. A lot of networking. It's so much that building that go into it. It's like a cannonball. You meet people four years ago that help you five years five years ago that help you five years later. Yeah. You don't utilize every relationship off for real. Oh yeah, I seen you had the Brian Brian joint going. Oh, the player coach. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a uh, that was a joint I just dropped when they was in the finals. Yeah. Right? I mean, in the finals and the playoffs. You know, getting them ready. That's dope. Crazy, good looking man. That was dope. I wonder if Brian Brian heard that uh, shit. They you probably heard it though. I was in LA too when I did it, so I was in that vibe. Yeah, that's extremely dope. So when when can we expect something from the new project? Like like. I just what's, what's the bill? Hold up, hold up. No, I no, just, no. You right. You did drop a new single today. I just dropped Push the Button. We playing it while you walked in here. I and just it, dropped it, Push the Button. They premiered it on Double XL. Go get that. And, and I got to make it my music pick for the week. Okay. Paper Pop, Push the Button. Push the it's button, on SoundCloud man. already. No, if you follow it's me. On SoundCloud, Apple Music, iTunes, everywhere. Spotify, Tidal. I'm going to throw it at the end of this episode. Everywhere, man. Yeah, if you follow us on social media, we definitely gonna post it because you know the the relationship is genuine, it's family, it's good family. music, and shit, we get behind it. Dog, that track is amazing. For Who real? did the production? Thank you, Chasing Cash. He produced the whole Stay Committed project. I'm about to release. For real, yeah. That shit sounds excellent. Dog. Thank you. Bro. That shit sounds excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Chasing man, Cash. That's you. a big name, man. Yeah, that's we, a big he, name. He was a, he came. Yeah, through I, saw the he, I saw he. I saw he came through, came through the city. To the unplugged joint. We got a record on uh, the project too. He that he actually rapped on. Okay. Yeah. Man, when you came, when you. Tour stop made it here, man. I wanted to come. I just got back in town. I had to take my ass to work and shit. Man, I know how I go. You should just quit. I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm just we, we, shit. I'm we about to, there. I'm trying we to about fire there. my boss, man. I'm trying to fire my boss. To, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sooner or later, I'll be able to. I'm right. trying I to mean, fire. I mean, the goal is for us to grind so hard that I can smoke weed every day. Yeah, I have to worry about <laughs> papers <laughs> and I have to worry about the bullshit. Hey, that's, that's freedom. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> shit. That's that's the reason why we we came here and branched out, got our own spot. I mean, I we independent. You, Ownership is freedom. Ownership yeah. is. You know freedom, what I'm saying? Like man. you got with not being attached to a, a major, you can make whatever moves you want to. Exactly. You, fi- you figure out what's right for you and for your business, mm-hmm. and you say this is what I'm going to do, or pace. this is what I'm not going to fuck with. I'm moving my own pace and with my team, my people. We make this and city. reap the benefits of it. Exactly. So, um, with this stay committed project. You know, you got Chasing Cash um, producing the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And you're putting a lot of time, a lot of effort in this project. Yeah. Um, is this going to be like your statement? Uh, Everything I drop is a statement, I feel like. But it's like, you know, a definite moment in my career, just, you know, stepping into the forefront, really, you know, showing why, you know, people fuck with me, people crown me, why people rock with me, 
you know, why I'm not doing certain things to get known or to get on or to be cool because I stand behind it. I was committed to this. I put my work in. I see um, just following via the social media and just and just being knowing you, it don't seem like this a, This not just a title of an album. This is something for a lifestyle. lifestyle. You know what I mean? It's a lifestyle. I see the working out, the, yeah. the, the books that you're reading, because yeah. I, I took some of them. Some yeah. of them I've already read. Yeah. Some of them I'm like, like, I'm like, I'll see what he read. Let me go, let me go snatch that up. Yeah, see, man. see what he on. And yeah. I and I, I see the vision. Uh-huh. Um I haven't heard the song. You and Dane were talking earlier about uh-huh. the song Malcolm. Malcolm. Um That's on that's on the You didn't album. go to the studio that night. It was yeah, yeah, I played the studio that night. a lot of stuff, yeah. but that Malcolm is actually on the album. Now, I want to stay committed on my album. I'm gonna drop next September, but that single probably gonna be out sometime at the, before the end of this year. But it does seem like everything has purpose. It's not. I'm not just dropping stuff. It's very pers- purposeful, and there's a message behind it's it as well. It's like, and I, I ain't baby the music, but you know it's. Reality music is like my life. It's lifestyle music. And when it's my real, life. it lasts longer. I mean, yeah. it's not. It's not a fad. It's not a trend. Because no. a lot of music that that's out right now, I can't. I can't stand wholeheartedly and say ten years from now, I'm gonna still give a fuck about it. Exactly. Or it's still gonna even have its retaining value. Exactly. I look at like music. Like me and Jay, a little bit older. It's like music we grew up on. Like. Mm-hmm. Nigga, big still means something to me. When I listen mm-hmm. to certain Ice Cube shit, like, like yeah, it still it still resonates. It still means something. Man, it's so crazy the whole how Ice Cube is viewed now versus the right. Ice Cube Back that I twenty years ago. Ice Cube was the biggest rapper in the world mm-hmm. before I mean, Tupac. Right, and and when I when you look at it is because I I had the same conversation. I make my kids. Like, when they in the car with me, I don't listen to the fucking radio. We mm-hmm. listen to yeah. what the fuck I want to listen to, and that's <laughs> what it is. Right. And just trying to explain to my son, my youngest boy, he 10, that Dope Man is the same nigga that's in Are We There Yet? Like, that's mm-hmm. that's the same Ice Cube. Don't yeah. let don't let this shit fool don't you, son. Yeah. You, ice Cube will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, I, rem- I remember when my... <laughs> see Ice Cube in his dreams. <laughs> Look, I had, my god brother gave me straight out of Compton and dubbed on the fucking... Like Maxell tape told me, don't let your mama find this shit. I listened to that shit front. Like I would put that. Sh- my mom would turn off the lights, put us to bed. I throw on my Walkman and listen to that shit all night long. Like nigga, I thought Compton was hell. I thought Ice Cube <laughs> was gonna kick in our door and kill us. <laughs> but I, I couldn't turn that shit off. Like yeah, like yeah. I, I just knew that. Like it was something. I would get home from school, and that's the first thing I do yeah. is put on my Walkman because I just needed to hear that shit. Yeah. I just gravitated to it. Like, wow. still to this day, Cube is one of my favorite rappers, hands down. So, peep this. This is probably some little kid in Wyoming listening to a Park CD. Yeah. Right, they are, man. It's crazy. I like, see the DMs they, they were sending yeah, you and, 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 yeah. the, and the pictures. And the, like, that got to feel. They committed. It feel crazy. It just let me know I ain't crazy. I remember when I ran into you at the stop when you came through to Detroit and I came through, you were telling me about, I guess, a show that you did prior, like some Vietnamese, you know, young lady came out and, to the uh, show and, and knew every word and to your DC, songs. Yeah, girl named Minerva. She knew the records. She's like, yeah, I, I follow you. Me and my sisters came. We came to see you. We're from West Virginia. Why didn't y'all come here? It would have been more lit than this. I was like, <laughs> man, what? <laughs> no lie. That's what she said. I was it's like, crazy. all right. Oh, we're going to have to make that run through there soon. And, and they I mean, that genuine me love. Yeah. 
yeah, just really, you know, appreciating people coming out, man, spending their money because they don't have to come see you, you know. Yeah. When I come, you know, where I come from, people don't get behind you, support you just based off your gift, off your talent. So I think that do mean something to me. Did you feel like you had to branch out and leave Cleveland or not necessarily leave Cleveland, but grow outside of that box you in order got to be to. the artist I think you wanted to be? No, that's part of anybody's career. You should do that. Anybody, that's smart. But, Anybody. I mean, you see a lot of people stuck in their city, and they just cool with that they local acclaim. To. That's because they want to. I, did, I never wanted that, so I never even focused on only here because I, I knew I was going to have to make a name there musically there, but I already knew people there. It's just about owning my talent, my gifts, because where I come from, they don't get behind you until you got something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know where I come from. I ain't a fool. I I know where I come from. I'm living in this world, not in another world. Yeah, that's deep. Yeah. Um, and it's um, and it's and it's, it's very unfortunate because sometimes your own city won't embrace you. Like it's a lot of Detroit artists, um, underground that you would refer to underground artists who couldn't probably book a show or pack a venue in Detroit, but go overseas and pack that bitch out. Oh yeah, for you sure. Know what I'm saying, but I think it's money is just like. That's how things are. It's systematic. It's everywhere. You feel me? So you, I don't take it personal. That's something I learned from going on forty-two cities around the entire country. It's a system. Yeah, All and here's it's cr- crab agreements. Don't take the four agreements. <laughs> you can't take anything personal. Yeah. I don't take it personal yeah. at all. I can't take it personal because it's you realize what's going on. Yeah, you got to sometimes branch out, and not and like when you say going across. Going across seas, like they want to see, they want to embrace the music. Mm-hmm. They want to see a show. You try and book a show here, it's your show is the other niggas that's ready to rap once you get off the of stage. So I mean, you it's hard to be successful in in that type of environment because the the wolves is out there. They want the same once thing you that do you it, want. Yeah, so you know now, like I just brung unplugged there and had a great environment for artists to come display their talent that deserved it and. You know, people actually came out to Cleveland. That's what you do after you go around the country and then you bring back the vibe and, you know, and sh- you know, kind of show them how to do it. Beyond just the unplug, what other things you planning on, on bringing back home for you? Um, bringing back home everything, man. Um, from the symposium, the state committee symposium we're going to do in Cleveland, Cleveland State probably definitely have to get y'all come down. For sure, for sure. From um, doing another show. Um, I got the state committee tour going. Just everything, man. I'm just trying to bring the music, the Cleveland to the forefront of the music to really show the talent in Cleveland because it's a lot here. It's just the right person got to kick it open for real and really open it and not close it. Beyond yourself, what other artists are kind of bubbling in Cleveland we should you know, maybe be on the lookout for? Uh, artists bubbling in Cleveland that you should be on the lookout for. Laurentia, you familiar? No, no. You're not familiar with Laurentia? She, um... Um, hmm. she's worked with the game okay. on the records. Uh, get the game, Wiz Khalifa. Um, she's very dope. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly. She's oh, yeah. a soulful, eccentric type of artist. Um, she remind you like a Scissor or a younger Erica Badu. Okay, she's very dope. Like very talented artist. Ezzy, Ezzy popping. I know y'all know Ezzy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Ezzy, Liddy, Liddy Ezzy. Um, who else? Uh, I got my guy named Roscoe. He's actually on the show with me, No E. Okay. Young guy from Cleveland named Roscoe, No E. Very talented artist, man. Like, There's a lot of them building and growing. So now that you kind of got that voice of Cleveland, do you feel like it's 
you know, really your responsibility to kind of reach out and help out other artists or give them that hand or that look that they need? Um, you gotta get yourself together. Yeah, bro. exactly. Okay. But but Shit. it's always a, you know talks and stuff like that because that's what people gave me, and when I'm able to help them, they know. I, they ain't got to ask for nothing because if it's meant to be and it's really right, then it's going to happen, I, you know? I just, because that's how I always move. I don't really be asking. I just do, and then things Work hard really happen. And, and the right opportunity is to find yeah. you and you're ready. Exactly. Work and hard and stay ready. committed. Yeah, work hard and stay. It's facts. You got to stay committed. That's all it is. I just worked hard and just, you know, learn trial and error. It takes a ten. Ten years to be an overnight success for sure. Yeah. It ain't even been ten, so I got a long. I got a few more. But I mean, you've had <laughs> a lot of good looks and a good, you know, even with your career being on the newer side of things, like you've had a lot of good looks already. Yes. You know, push your T yes. on the last joint. You got stay committed, bubbling. You've been on chasing four, cash, producing this. Yeah, joint. forty city tour. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I know it's more tours and more shows yeah, to come. So much because you got to get out there and support started. your own project. Oh yeah, oh, it's, it's go time now. Stay oh, yeah. committed will be. This is probably my. This is my best work I've made thus far that people heard from me. Um, as an artist, knowing more so about me, how I think. Um, it feels that way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like just just from the outside looking in, it feel like I can't wait yeah. to hear this project. Yeah. It feel like something gonna be special. Yeah, like, it's, you know. It's, when he inv- when him and Dub invited me to the studio, what was that back in like April or May the April, last time? Uh, yeah, yeah, about April before you came back for the last show. Yep. And we was probably in the studio, man, maybe two, three hours. And yeah. these niggas was playing like hits. <laughs> like they, Record. Dub is sitting on some shit. Yeah, Dub Tone's sitting on some shit. Sitting I'm on some shit. For that. It feels good. You know? Oh. <laughs> like it was, it was a lot of, it was a lot of fire getting played. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I can't wait for the project to all kind of come together and for it to, to really hit the streets. Yeah, I got videos, documentary, like, oh, yeah, I mean, footage. Like, you always, there's always footage going. I mean, footage, like, I just, man. the visuals is always crispy, you know what I'm saying? Crispy. And that's that's really important. Okay. But it's not just about the I'm, music, it's the whole presentation. Like, it, if it's if it's not tight, like, people not looking. It's an obvious, it's a feeling, you know, that I think we built that um, recognition for people to know, like, when, I'm about to drop something, like, yeah, it's, I'm about to drop something. Yeah. Tune in. It's got to be an event. It got to be. Um. So look, we got a. Uh, I got a segment I do uh, every week called "Who's Man's Is This." Um, <laughs> go, man. Oh my god! And, uh, it sounded like a what setup. Are you been doing that? <laughs> <laughs> it almost doing sounded like here, a setup. Man. No, man. I do. I do. Got. No. I, I just want to talk about my "Who's Man's Is This" okay. uh, for this week. Okay. Um, and this is a, a a very popular very popular rapper actually. And I, I just need to answer one question for this rapper: Who man's is this? So we need to talk to Nelly right quick. Okay. Nelly had a tough week last week. You know what I'm saying? He had a um, rape allegation. Rape allegation, which was he was never charged though. Never charged. Never charged. All that shit. You know. Question and out. release. You know what? More power to that brother. I don't think it's right for people to scream something, mm-hmm. and it really don't be that way. They should go to jail for that. For sure. Oh, hell yeah. Whatever. Because once that, you get that rape stain on you, ain't no getting that it off. It ain't. Even it if you hard. beat the case. I almost think that whatever penalty that person was facing, and if you lied on them, that you should get, get that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's fair. So we, I'm all good on Nelly in, in that regard. But there was a little video that surfaced last week. Oh man, the concert footage. This little concert it's uncomfortable. footage. I was extremely but it was uncomfortable. Old. They said that was old. 
They said it was old, dog, from years ago. So do we excuse it just because it's old, though? Yes, at a country music festival. Y'all don't even, y'all only seen a clip of it. Y'all didn't know. They said he did this at every show he did on that country music festival. So, so look, I was just, just extremely saying. uncomfortable with uh, him bringing what appeared to be a young girl on stage, asking her, are you in school yet? Do you like your teacher? Um, and then he kind of grabbed her arm or some shit. She looked kind of kind of shaky, and then he grabbed our hair and, like, started twisting his finger in the rear, singing his song to it. The shit was just mad uncomfortable for me. You know what I'm saying? Because, one, I don't know why you would bring a child on stage at a concert, and why are you, like, it was just mad uncomfortable for me. You know what I'm saying? And if I'm looking at that live, I'm thinking, like, no, who mans is this? Like, why why is this going on? Like, no, <laughs> come get your man. Who who mans is this? I'm looking, because if I'm this anywhere, if it's not Nelly, and I'm somewhere, I'm like, dog, who man? <laughs> he was waiting on this. He was waiting on this. Crazy. Like, man. come get my man. Why he got old girl on stage like that? Like, she look kind of nervous. Why are you you t- playing in her hair, singing into her and shit? Oh, like, dog, who man is this, dog? It's your man's. You know, but I don't think it was like that. Man. I hope it's not. I don't think it was. But in that moment, Nelly, your father, like Nelly, he he man. understands like a, there's a certain level of, of appropriateness with a young lady. It's Bill especially Cosby, especially a child. No, like, man. you can't. Never, oh, I mean, I'm just saying. No, no, no. Cosby <laughs> putting perks and putting pops. My I know what I'm just lady. saying. Like I, I don't, and then touching pussy. Nobody's above reproach. You know what I'm saying? I don't never right. give nobody that, but it's this person. All I'm saying is, if even that wasn't Nelly, I look that shit on stage, I'm looking at you like, dog, who mans is this? Because we about to get this nigga off the stage. Because this, <laughs> <laughs> this shit look mad suspect. Whether, yeah. whether He was setting up for that. <laughs> <laughs> almost, you up almost that. walked into it. Yeah, I You did. almost walked Man, into it. <laughs> I just want to know, who mans is this, dog? Right. Um, there, was a, there was one other person who almost got a who mans is this, but... We just, we just want almost to don't count. It. Yeah, almost don't count. We just talk about it. You heard the, the comments that uh, Mike Dicker made this week? No, I about didn't. black people ain't been oppressed in almost a hundred years. There, there has not over hundred years. He said there has not been oppression in this country in a hundred years. Colin Kaepernick is fooling, and there has not. Yeah, he Mike said Dicker. that on TV. Yeah, yeah. he I, backtracked it I later listened, on in the week. I, listened, I never. Heard. I listened oh, wow. to the audio myself because I didn't want to just read the print. I, I listened to you. I, I didn't hear it, that. Yeah. A hundred years, on the grind this week, so You know, it's 2017. Fam. Mike Dicker lived through Jim Crow, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, like what? the whole civil rights movement. Colin Kaepernick, Is OJ. He serious? There hasn't been impression in one Rodney King. Hundred and then years. what did he say when he backtracked his story? I didn't hear the backtrack, and I don't, I'm not I even. I'm not up. even here for the. I just want to see what he said to see if it even made sense. But I mean, you look at Mike Dicker. He's about 70 years he old. old. He's been rich. And privileged for a long time. His mom might be gone. He probably only been about rich. About I mean, rich he was and privileged people. And look, Mike Dicker was playing football in the era where they didn't have face masks. <laughs> Mike Dicker was born in 1939. He an old motherfucker, and you know, old people just say whatever the fuck they want. He to. was like, he was like, he said, maybe I'm not, because that's what he said. He was like, maybe, maybe I'm not looking at things right. But from what I can see, it hasn't been any pressure in this country in a hundred years. <laughs> Well, when uh, you yeah, be- yeah, maybe you are looking at this shit. Yeah, right? you are. But when you look at Mike Dicker, he's been rich probably think. fifty plus years. Exactly. You know, he's he, he not, around he not rich in the trenches people. with that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He around million dollar athletes. He not in the trenches like that. I'm not saying I'm not excusing it or saying that I'm it's right. It but his it. lifestyle is or the life that he lives is a lot different it's than a lot you. different. 
Been a lot different for a long time. He's been a millionaire probably before you was born. Hell yeah. I mean, you lived through the, the Montgomery bus boycotts, fam. But I'm just... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you you saw Malcolm you you saw Malcolm S get killed. You saw Martin get killed. You seen JFK you get assassinated. About? Right. You know that, what I'm saying? Like that's you, why you know. But you gotta the man. civil rights movement happened while you were alive. Okay. That is oppression. Like the the the, exactly. the the Detroit riots, the L.A. riots. Watch were like, oh, this shit happened on national television. This right. World Everybody News, Time Magazine, it. everything. Hold on. Why you the alive? OJ trial happened. Church that should let you bombed. know it was a problem in America. I bet you they found out they knew then. Yeah. But this is a prime. <laughs> Juice going back to jail, too. This is a prime example yeah, of yeah. why. Yeah. Valentine's Day, Juice will be back in jail. Hey, don't put that bad Juice hey. on the Juice. Um, hey. When we do shit I was right about come Valentine's Day, if OJ is Just, back in jail. He ain't going back to jail. All right. Man. He got yeah. his stuff. He ain't going back. Hey, OJ, I heard Donald Trump got some of your shit. You should Ooh. do something about it. <laughs> he about to have a show. OJ about to be on TV, man. Yeah, he he say he got he need seven seven figures for that first interview. And he gonna get it too. I want if he come on Shop Talk. What, <laughs> what the fuck you want to talk to OJ about? Man, I got a Did lot you do of it? shit to talk about. I know he ain't do it. Come on, man. I wouldn't want to talk to OJ. I definitely want to talk to OJ. I read the book. If I did it, and um, it was it was a part of near man. I want to. It was kind I of. I messing with you. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> some other shit, man. Jay on some other shit. Hey, look, I, t- I don't think OJ did it. I just, I'm going to tell you that. I that's just don't think that's he did That's fine. I, I said AC did it. We talked about that uh, like two weeks ago. But yeah, I would definitely sit down with OJ. That'd be a dope ass interview. That'll be an interview you do solo. First thing on you gotta ask. Him. You scared? You want? You want to sit? You I'm want just not interested. I'm not I interested. Ain't even lie. I'm, I'm cool on OJ. <laughs> Like that shit was twenty years, twenty plus years ago, nigga. I'm just not interested no more. That's a lot of n- niggas get out of jail every day, b. We seen the story, man. <laughs> I'm shocked and appalled. So I watch. He's Cuba. gonna be on reality TV. I watch Cuba play OJ. I'm good. He's gonna be on reality TV. Nobody cares that much. Seriously, no. We didn't have the serious stuff already. Man. The thirty for thirties. We had the, the all year. They didn't even make money of OJ. Series. Niggas care. They made money off hey, OJ all right, year. Reality TV. Can if watch. they give OJ a dating show on VH1, I'll that's watch what it's it. gonna be. It's gonna be the, something like that. The flavor of juice. I want to see Extortion. them give OJ a DNA test and see if Chloe is really his daughter. That could be true. Like, I'd watch that. You see his daughters? <laughs> yeah, Here they look go. a lot like. Hey. <laughs> Chloe got Frankenberry in her jeans. Hey, because yeah. if you put her, you put her next to that box of Frankenberry, they she look a little. Lot, they look a little similar. She got a lot of plastic surgery, but before that surgery and all that shit, like nigga, you real, you looking real OJ ish out here. Just saying, uh. might be. All right, man. Uh, I think that's all we got on our list, man. <laughs> that's all we got. Oh, I, it, it was one more thing on oh, the list. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, did y'all see Birdman this week? Birdman, I can't, I can't I take that nigga serious. I man. ain't see it. And Birdman went crazy this week. You know, he go crazy in interviews, not never face to face. You never hear no scuffles. He was in. He was on. He IG. talked tough. He was on IG or or or, or Snapchat because there was a bunch of like ten to second videos they strung together. And he was, you know, he was on this shit like a bunch of y'all pussy ass niggas with his name in his mouth. Um, Essentially, I saying, did see somebody say something. Anybody telling yeah. him he should he should pay Wayne as a pussy, and y'all ain't about the murders. Don't nobody want to see nothing about these murders. He's rich. He I'm has a lot of money. Charlemagne, did you have that same type of energy? He's rich. When Ross pulled up. He has a lot of money. 
he said, y'all think y'all the man because y'all driving in Rafe's. Rafe's is for the, not my words, his words. Rafe's is for the bitches. So you're not special because if you if you drive in the Rafe, that's something that your lady's supposed to drive. So all this big money stuff and how he been in the game for so long and um, don't nobody want to touch him because he, he doing murders and all the other bullshit. Um, Birdman, you're 50 years old. Like you really are. You you literally are about to be 50 in like two years. I don't, I, one, I don't necessarily believe you. And two, it's only one of two things, right? Why do you care? It's like one of two things that's going on. Either one, you're lying about how much money you got. Because I've seen the the the, the reports that you getting shit if you've been repossessed and shit like that or whatever. Or 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 you're a whole ass nigga. Because if you got all this money and Just you re- pay Wayne. And you're refusing to pay the nigga that you keep referring to as your son and all this different shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like and essentially he's talking to Rick Ross. You know what I'm saying? Rick Ross responded, said you a year late. You know what I'm saying? Like I said that shit a year ago. I'm a, I'll say your name. You don't want to say my name. Blah blah blah. But like I just don't know where it came from. It just came out of nowhere. He just do this long ass fucking rant. Like I wonder what ha- oh, something had to happen for views. Niggas, no. niggas on, on what, social though? media like, never like do hoes. it. Like Birdman ain't what? never do it. He ain't never speak bad on Lil Wayne this whole time. He's like this he my he, he he still didn't say anything about Wayne. He ain't never per even se. he ain't never even get out of character about it this whole time. I he don't never call nobody say. out by name, and to me that shit is weak. Like if you a man and you got an issue with another man, call him out. Say say his name. Call Let me know that you're talking about me to, to the public to the people. I That's mean, why I was confused. Where I mean, once you were, I mean, you a certain age and a certain maturity, like you shouldn't be on the internet talking about you gonna murder somebody. You know what I'm saying? Because. Yeah. I hear you on that. You on the internet, man. Like, so something happened, and like, I, I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's, it's, I don't get it, dog. But uh, Birdman was tripping. Rick Ross responded. The world can move on. Yeah, uh-huh. nothing happened. Yeah. If a bear shits in the wood, what happens? Something about a white rabbit. Some yeah. Shit. All right, man. That's all I got. On my list. <laughs> there you go. Man. <laughs> it was misguided. You got the point, though. Yeah. I just got to give uh, give a quick heads up. Somebody DM me and said there hasn't been a story time with Dame in a while. We it's been a few episodes. I have an epic story time with Dame. I don't know if should I share it this week or should I, I just mean, bring it? I mean, we might as well. Okay, so ahead. so this would be the benediction for the episode. Uh, <laughs> so before I, I I get this out, shout out to my niggas that I grew up with. Uh, we we finally refer to each other as HBO, and I'm not going to throw out there what HBO means because it's just some shit that we kind of grew up with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some niggas that I that I really consider my brothers. God, I, I do have a sister. I know you haven't mm-hmm. confirmed it yet, but Allegedly. I, do, I do have a sister. <laughs> and I always felt like God never gave me brothers, you know, a biological brother because I had these niggas growing up. Mm-hmm. So I got authorization, so I'm going to share a story time with Dame about a trip to Chicago with me and the fellas. A few years back, I got a good partner of mine. He was dating and living with his lady, decided he was going to leave Michigan and move with her. She was like a traveling nurse. He went down to Chicago to live with her, kind of start a brand new life. And uh, every year around his birthday, we go down to Chicago just to kick it. It's like the fellas trip. Mm -hmm. This is like maybe one or two times in a year that we all get together because I got a nigga in Chicago, my homeboy Jay living out in Colorado, Got another partner of mine in Indiana. So we all link up at least this one trip every year mm-hmm. to kind of kick it with each other for the weekend, Be be just be kids again and shit. 
So one year we decide on this trip to Chicago, one of my partners is uh, chasing after a young lady who's down there. Uh, she's all a mutual friend of ours. We've all kind of done some work with her. You know, good, not not like that, but she's good people. <laughs> right. Done some work with her. Like, okay. Yeah, right. like she, she, was, she was modeling, doing spoken word, which you know I hate. And, <laughs> you know, we, we had all done like some creative work together. So we decide on this trip to Chicago. You know, he want to hang out. We chasing her a little bit. So we link up with her for lunch. And she tells us later that night she wants to hit this club because, you know, it's different, but it's popping. Good. Yeah. Uh-huh. You got to listen to the key words. It's different. Right. But, you know, when you, you got a little liquor in you, you chasing a beautiful young woman, sometimes you just, you know, throw caution to the wind. Right. So maybe about 10, 11 o'clock that evening, we decide that we're going to link up with her and, and hit this spot in Chicago where she's talking about she like to go drink, dance, have a good time. But it's a little bit different. Uh-huh. So, we, so we hit the spot up. <laughs> it's a club in Chicago called Berlin. Now, if you not, <laughs> yeah, that that should have been that should have been story <laughs> inkling number one that it was called Berlin. But you know what? We didn't think about it. It was cheap to get in. She's saying it's cheap drinks and it's a good time. She's beautiful. We're hoping that she has beautiful friends with her. Cheap drinks to get you every time. Yeah, cheap drinks will fuck you. You we you talked about it a few weeks ago, so you almost know where Not this is going. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so you almost know where this is going. <laughs> So we just, we standing in line. We pay to get in. I'm the first nigga in the club. So as soon as I walk through, the, I pay my five dollars. As soon as I walk through the door, I see a nigga in a bow tie and a g string. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, we in a gay club. And not not knocking gay people. If that's what you is, that's what you love. Right. You know, if you want to be gay married, be gay married. Live your life. Do what you do. That's just not my cup of tea. I'm old fashioned. I just like women. So I'm the first nigga through the door. I see a nigga in a bow tie and a G-string dancing. He looks like a professional wrestler, oiled up. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I know what time it is. I know what type of club this is. So I turn back around and inform my niggas, like, as they're coming through the door, we kind of huddle up like a football team, like, yo, we in the gay club. <laughs> we need to get the fuck out. The club is shaped like a horseshoe, so you have to walk. You can't oh, wow. just turn around and go out. You got to walk through the whole club <laughs> in order to leave about this bitch. Right, right, right. So we decide we're going to stay close. We're going to get in. We're going to get out. Ain't no drinks. We just we just lost $5. <laughs> well, yeah. Small price to pay, but we're going to get about this bitch. Right, right. So we are walking through the club, literally like two and two, an old girl with us like in the middle. As we are walking, me and one of my homeboys get a little separated, where he's we were shoulder to shoulder. You know how clubs, yeah, you kind of yeah, pushing yeah. and shoving, mm-hmm. getting your way through. This nigga makes it a little bit further than me. He's past arm's reach. So as we're walking, another young gentleman reaches his hand out and swipes this nigga across <laughs> the back ever so delicately. <laughs> he turns around because he's thinking it's me fucking around. But when he sees how far away I am, like, nigga, you just got tried right. in the club. So we quickly make it out of Berlin. When we get out, my, the same homeboy of mine that got Tried. look, yeah, they got the swipe to him as we're leaving out. Swipers, no swipers. Yeah, a, another large man is outside of the club. Now, I'm a big nigga. I'm about six one, six two. My homeboy uh-huh. is like we, you know, we all about the same kind of height, weight, build, right. or whatever. As soon as we leaving out, my partner got on like a gray polo shirt. It's another larger man outside of the club, probably about six five, six six. Yelling out, hey yo, shorty in the gray. <laughs> shorty. 
<laughs> to my homeboy. So he getting cat called? Yeah, he getting cat called. In, he getting cat called in the streets. Now my homeboy is down in Chicago. He has a term for. He works at the hospital, so he see, you know, a lot of fucked up shit coming in and out the hospital. And the term for the homosexual community that he uses is the young and strong, because just because this nigga is dressed. In a mini skirt and some heels doesn't mean it's a grown. That is not a grown ass man. And if you say the wrong shit, right, you know you might get beat up by or, a nigga in or, a mini skirt. And or heels. you might get charged with a hate crime. Yeah. So you, you kind of you just trying to get into a fight, and now right. you get charged with a hate crime. So now, and he said like you know he typically works Friday Saturday night. It's a lot of niggas that come in the club and been beat up outside of Berlin <laughs> or in Boys Town in Chicago. Because they, oh, so so you you want to? That's the area that you're that, in. That's the area that it was called. It's was called Boys Town. We didn't know it at the time because this is like what? his first year, <laughs> first couple <laughs> months living in Chicago. So we <laughs> didn't really funny. know your the man, lay of the city. So your man live in Boys Town? Nah, no, nah, not at all. He we just didn't know. Yeah. We just didn't know this area turned into this at nighttime. That it kind of got lit in a way that we don't want to be yeah. be lit. So moral of the story is we got out there. Nobody got their ass beat. And niggas kept their virginity. Um, <laughs> and that's the end of story time with Dan. Get a benediction. Hey. <laughs> uh, Park, man, tell them where they can reach you at, man. Man, follow me at Paper Park everywhere, man. P-A-P-E-R-P-A-U-L-K, man. Big shout out to the Shop Talk Podcast, man. Dame and John, man, y'all always. Hey, man, you always got to, you're always welcome when you come through, man. man and we're going to come down you. for the symposium. Yes. You said you got this show oh, first week in December. December. And no ugly hoes in Cleveland. Man. I don't want to see. <laughs> you go, I don't want to see. <laughs> I mean, go. I'm right until right. I'm proven wrong. All right. That's all I'm gonna say. There's no. Dame gone wild. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. If you're an ugly hoe from Cleveland, don't say nothing to me. <laughs> fooling, dog. So I'm gonna go down there and meet some nice young ladies in Cleveland. I'm man, sure there's yes. some nice young ladies. Thank in Cleveland. Thank you. you know what I'm saying. Dude. A bunch of booger wolves. That's all I ever seen. Prove me wrong. I just just come out. Just just bring. I know you. I know they show out when you show up. So I'm just saying, like when we get down there, just just pop out. Make a liar out of me. Shout out to all the beautiful women in Cleveland. I'm Jay Johnson, and uh, Dame is the light skin one. So y'all know which one be saying all the bullshit. Jay Johnson three one three on Instagram on Twitter. Follow Shop Talk Podcast. On Instagram, go to the website, shoptalkpod.com. Hey. I'm not saying that we the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jay and Dame. Hell yeah. Peace. Hey. Thanks for listening. I'ma push that button. I, I, I'ma push that button. Move, move, yeah. move, second, do something. Yeah. yeah, they ain't got no mojo. They ain't got no flow. None of that. Facts. Look, I'ma push the button. I'ma make a move and niggas won't do nothing. Fear God, but I don't fear soul, nigga. I love gold, but I still don't fuck with gold, nigga. Young boy, young boy, rap cats just noise. Don't you ever listen to them buying fake designer, but don't got a budget. Hustling backwards, but they trappers, and I find it funny. Uh, you either stack of stars where I come from. We on dick rob where I come from. Rather join them than beat them, Lord, they're nerve rappers. Three and one KD, yeah, them type of rappers. Clap on, clap off for a lot of rappers. Career short as mini me's for a lot of rappers. Yeah, I don't play tough, cause I'm a realist. I be laughing at these goofy. Little niggas, yeah. this shit Disney cartoons. I gotta push their buttons. I, I, I gotta push their buttons really bad. 
they ain't doing nothing. Move, 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 second, do something. Look, I'ma push their buttons. I'ma push their buttons really bad. Yeah, they won't make a move or do nothing. No. Yeah, yeah, look. I'ma push the button, I'ma drop a gym, but you're the game buzzing. I like the mumble rapping, yeah, this shit fun. But everybody start to do it, now it's washed up. Yeah, and I can't be the one to do what other niggas do so I can get some fun. When individuality is how the game was sprung. No, you are not a one on one, you just another one. Internet rapper with a viral hit Catalog trash, stutter over bars and shit Got you a connect, but you sold your soul for it Flash guns, now a hundred niggas roll with you Cause you ain't doing nothing You rap, you a millionaire, stop fronting I don't play tough cause I'm a realist I be laughing at these goofy little niggas This shit Disney, cartoons I gotta push they buttons I, I, I gotta push they buttons really bad they ain't doing nothing. Move, 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 second, do something. Look, I'ma push they buttons. I'ma push they buttons really bad. They won't make a move or do nothing. No. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. 100. 100. Stay committed. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Shout out to Chasing Cash. Cleveland, yeah, 100, stay committed, always.